0: Can you imagine that was your like epitaph? Died taking a selfie, grim. Sorry. People fifty years ago it's died like funny. in yeah. Vietnam and <laughs> Here World War Two, and we're dying <laughs> taking f- photos of ourselves. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to Girls with Goals. I'm Neve Marr and I am delighted to welcome my guest to studio this week. Photographer, social media consultant, and blogger Anushka Proeta Brandon joins us for the very first time. And also making her triumphant return is the woman who coined the term chronically single. Our beauty editor, Rebecca O'Keefe, is in studio as well. Hi, Rebecca. Hey. Hey. So, ladies, before we dive in, it's time for our favorite game. So, it's called Six Words or Less, and it's for our readers and our listeners of her.e who may not know who you are. So, you have to describe yourself in six words or less. And I think we're going to go to Rebecca first, only because she's done it before. And we want some of your wisdom.
0: So, I went with a different six words to last time. Okay, fine. So, I've kept it to a sentence again so my six words or less are I wish Drake was my boyfriend (laughs) I like it
1: (laughs) why do you wish Drake was your boyfriend I
0: just he seems so nice really I just feel like he treats you like the queen you are yeah and sing to me he seems pretty tall which is kind of my thing
1: yeah you know okay I like that we might cap you on the six words or less <laughs> just mo- moving forward I feel like you can have two and maybe that that's, that's, that's enough, that's enough. enough. <laughs> Anushka, six words or less um, I would say that I'm
2: pretty loving I'm pretty bossy I am really messy
1: that's three Oh my god, they're very similar to me. You really? yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just me. All um, they're gone.
2: I am pretty determined, uh, and I guess I'm kind of goofy as well, I think.
1: Okay, I yeah. love those words. They're yeah. great. I'm really happy that you didn't say loyal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so loyal. Loyal. I'm so People loyal. People just keep saying loyal. Do they and, actually? Well, yeah, but the thing is... is in that, a non-ironic way. No, like, not in a non-ironic way. In a way that, like, I got a message there yesterday from a listener who's also a friend of mine, and she said episode 46, if one more person says loyal I'm gonna freak out episode 47 I'm loyal oh that's lovely that you're loyal so I got absolutely stung rapid but um yeah no being loyal is really good but I think everybody's a bit loyal everyone's loyal yeah that's the thing that I kind of think but um anyway Rebecca tell us before we start talking about Anushka and what she does for a living because I'm really interested to find out about your job how has your life changed Mm -hmm. since you've been on Girls With Girls last?
0: I got probably about 200 more followers on Instagram. So one one step closer to being uh, an influencer. Micro influencer? I'm a micro influencer right now, working on my brand, my personal (laughs) brand. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, She's going to help us out with that. I'm interestingly enough, shockingly, still single. Okay. Rude. No one has approached me. So rude. How long have you been single for? What did I say? Like seven years? Seven years without a boyfriend, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow it's a it's a stint it's a it's a stint <laughs> It's
1: a good thing I'm a fan of my own company. like I was actually out for lunch with a friend there the other day, and we were talking about being single and we were talking about kind of because I'm in a relationship now, right, and it's okay. a fairly new one um but i I then was kind of looking at my relationship history, and I've kind of always had boyfriends, but mm. I've never really defined myself as a serial monogamous. But I've just been someone who, like, I take a six month break and then I'd be in a relationship. But back in the day, not anymore, if you're listening, Dan. Back in the day, <laughs> Hi, I used Dan. to call them <laughs> micro relationships because they'd be like six monthers. Yeah. And then I just kind of move on to, to something else. But flings. I mean, flings, yeah. But so, I mean, if you're seven years single, though, this is you're like choosing not to be single until the absolute right person comes along. This is what I like to look at. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: There's probably an element of that. Yeah, I get I have no time for time wasters. Ooh, do you know okay. what I mean? Yowza. Yowza. Not that there have been any time wasters, lol.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, we shall see. I'm hoping that we're going to have another chronically single moment in this episode as well. So, Anushka, you run a blog as well as being a photographer and a I social do. media consultant. So the one thing I love asking people and the one thing that I think people are really, really interested is just, it's very simple how'd you get your job (laughs) that's the and people do ask me that
2: a lot but it's like it's such a it was such a long process Mm. you know um I started pretty much with photography uh photography has always been a big passion of mine and I I don't know if you guys remember this is like pre-instagram like pre all this stuff there was a site called lookbook.nu do you remember that no I wonder if any of your readers or listeners Mm. uh know it it was like really it was basically instagram but on like a desktop version okay and you would put up a picture of your outfit and you would tag where your things were from and it had like this kind of worldwide audience so i started posting on that this is before i even had a blog and i was like just putting on my outfits and people would like it but it was called hype it was very you know. have <laughs> <laughs> never heard of this I know, yeah well it's it is about like a good eight eight years ago now
0: is it still around?
2: No. Well, oh. actually, I think it is. Yeah. But I think it's like, you know, it's obsolete. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's a, in it's heaven like, with Myspace. Uh, yeah. Aww.
0: Actually, heaven apparently
1: is still going. So, did I just say heaven? Yeah. Oh, MySpace <laughs> still there. It's <laughs> still there somehow. I was like, wait, I've completely lost. Yeah, there's heaven, there's Myspace, there's luck. So, um, so this was something that was kind of around before Instagram. Yeah. and uh, But I was like pretty active
2: on that. And then I started a blog um, just because I wanted somewhere to put my photos. And years ago you know blogging wasn't a thing like eight years ago like at least you definitely didn't make money off it Mm. um I just did it as a passion so it was a very organic slope where I started taking photos and then eventually brands started being like hey we like what you're doing we'd love to send you some clothes and I was like oh my god someone wants to send me clothes like that's so cool you know um so I would do that and post about it and then it kind of was like a slow burner from there where I was working full-time in... I was a sales assistant. um, But I started getting more and more of these places being like, hey, do you want to wear these clothes? And then I had a boyfriend at the time who had a very good business brain. And he was like, you can make some money off this. He was like, if they want you to post about it because of your audience, he was like, you should really capitalize on that. And like, my mind was blown. I just couldn't believe that. I was just like, oh my God, you're a genius. (laughs) Um, So kind of started doing that and like, I was like I was a part time in being a sales assistant and then I was working so much on the blog and it just started really taking off and I was very I was very lucky because I started at the right time. Yeah, I started way before there was a lot of competition um, and Somehow, uh, Teen Vogue found my blog when it was about four months old and it gave me like a massive push to the American market. Um, So I started getting loads of traction and it was just kind of like it was just on a roll, you know, just on on this like upward trajectory. And I eventually left my full time job to do this full time. Which was really scary. Like it's it was, ter- it was terrifying. And didn't um, didn't Kendall and Kylie like repost something they d- of they yours? Did. Yeah. Well, the thing is, yeah. <laughs> this is like like on the first day of January or something. Um,
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. I wore
2: one of their skirts and they put it on their Instagram and they. I think they have something like nearly five million. followers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And like I was just, I was just mind blown. You know, like you know, the power of social media now is pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, I never saw it going this way when I started years ago. Um, but because photography was always such a big aspect of mine, I think that kind of gave me a little bit of a, a little bit of a push compared to other people because everyone else had, like, these really crappy little point-and-shoot cameras. Yeah. Um, whereas I really tried to focus on, like, the quality of the photos. That's always been, you know, like, my end goal is, like, to have, like, really beautiful photos. And um, I think
1: you can tell as well, like, even to someone who's not, like, I wouldn't necessarily know the difference between... Cameras. Cameras, Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did a bit of it in college and I really liked it. But I think you have to have a, a supreme passion for it. Yeah. And then, but I do think that from to the naked eye, like you can definitely see even the aesthetic of a blogger who kind of knows her photography in mm-hmm. comparison to somebody who doesn't, I think, sticks out like a sore thumb. Like so yeah. presumably that was something that you wanted to maintain. Yeah, absolutely. throughout. Yeah. Um,
2: I always wanted to keep that standard of work. Um, like I never you know when I was doing outfit photos I didn't want it to be like oh I look cute in this outfit it was like I wanted the whole picture to be beautiful Mm -hmm. like in really beautiful lighting or in a beautiful space and the the background would complement my outfit like it wasn't just about the the clothes uh well it never was for me um and then I could just kind of started doing that blogging started really taking off uh I was making like money off it and I just couldn't really believe and then I was traveling loads and I just kind of couldn't believe it um like I did work really hard but I think I was in a very good position when I started um, just that there wasn't any competition yeah Um, a lot of competition now a lot of yeah Yeah. well it's a very saturated market now (laughs) yeah Um, you know also um, which is also a wonderful thing you know like every camera has every phone has a wonderful camera now like anyone can take a really bomb photo yeah Um, and it is amazing that um, anyone can blog now but it obviously makes it like I I find it so difficult I can't imagine How hard it would be To start now And to like Find your niche now
1: From scratch From yeah. scratch
2: Yeah I, I mean, think it would be I Kind think of crazy
1: In terms of like Your blog and everything Like how many years ago Did you start it then like-
2: I started uh, Eight years ago Eight years ago oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow When okay. I
0: was twenty amazing. Yeah, the original this, blogger. The yeah. OG.
1: The OG. Is it, that ex-boyfriend of yours, did he start influencers? Because <laughs> is he, is The
0: original? Is
1: he, is, is he the original? Yeah. Um, I, I find this kind of social media consultancy aspect of what you do really interesting yeah. as well. So, is this brands that approach you and essentially kind of ask you to pimp their Instagram? Is that like what it what it is? It's not even, it was more that I, I've been
2: doing, I've been working on myself essentially for eight years. I've been editing photos of my face like I'm so bored of my own face right, okay. you know I've yeah. edited photos of me for eight years it's just it's too long so um I also think that it has a shelf life okay I'm no spring chicken um you know the uh the younger girls are doing phenomenal now yeah. and like everyone loves like you know Instagram is kind of full of like super hot like 22 year old girls And I know (laughs) the face you just made. Damn them, 22-year-olds. So it's one of those things I was like, I need to think uh, long-term. You know, I'm not, I can't, you know, depend on how I look for the rest of my life. And photography will always be there. But with everything that I've learned from social media and making all these mistakes myself, I was like, I can totally bring this to brands and, you know reinvent them um so people actually didn't really approach me I approached them I was like this is something I want to do I would love to help you out with your social media I love your brand but I just don't think that your social media is quite where it needs to be um so a couple of places took a chance on me and now I just like I have two or three um companies that I do it for regularly and then I do retainers and stuff and I get such a buzz off that like so much more than my own stuff because as much as like I love the photography aspect of what I do I love what I do but it it's pretty you know it, it gets a bit boring yeah. doing the same thing yeah. for eight years and like I haven't been doing the exact same thing obviously every day is different but you know I, I have been a photographer since I was 16 I took a really long break when I was blogging because it was doing so well I didn't have time to take photos of other people and when I started taking photographs of people again, I really forgot how much of a buzz I get off it and like how wonderful it is to like sit down and I get so excited about editing photos when but when I do something like I'm I'm like, oh no, like I have to zoom into my face again and take that pimple out. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it just gets a bit
1: So a what bit do you boring. think then makes kind of a perfect social media presence? Online, like if you were a brand or or even a, a blogger who's like starting from scratch, just say me and Rebecca were like, mm-hmm. "Yo." We're going to start this. We know it's a yeah. young woman's game, but um, no <laughs> offence, Rebecca. It's okay. I'm not as young as I was. <laughs> yeah. But like, what What say we were going to do it? I mean, like, how would you, or what do you think? Because it's so ever-changing, isn't it? It is not it Like, And um, it's. I think it's hard to even, like you said, it would be so hard to, to start. start now. Yeah. And
2: that's why the main word I say to everyone is just consistency. Yeah. You need to be consistent. And you also need to really understand, you know, the the social media game which takes a while but even Instagram for example they change their algorithm constantly constantly. Mm. and if you don't utilize and I only learned this recently if you don't utilize every single one of their features they kind of penalize you and they don't let your audience see you as much so you know they have IGTV you have to use that you have to put videos up you have to put swipe through oh sorry you have to put swipe through photos like they want you to utilize every part of their app yeah therefore you'll be seen more so it's also being strategic in that way.
1: Um, but I do think consistency is key. Oh, my God. It's like... Over- I do it. It's yeah. a whole thing. It's overwhelming, yeah. yeah. And that's why I think sometimes, like, we've spoken about, you know, blogging and kind of the online aspects of careers quite a bit on this podcast because mm-hmm. I do find that a lot of people in the public eye now... It does come hand in hand. So some people will be an actor or an actress, but then Mm -hmm. they'll also be considered, you know, an influencer, and they might be on the books of say somebody uh, as an influencer. And it does kind of go hand in hand. But that's why Mm -hmm. I think yours does tend to have a kind of a very original feel to it. As in, you you can—I don't know—I don't know if this is going to sound like an insult, but you can tell that you've been around a little while. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it as she knows what she's doing. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) a pro. You know what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if anybody noticed while they're listening to us here, but Anushka has the most relaxing voice <laughs> she does. that I have ever heard. So I, I've been following you for, for quite a while. It's So creepy. It's okay. In I think I
0: think it's kind of
2: lovely because there's okay. loads of people that uh, I followed for ages, and I feel like, and I've never met them, yeah. but I feel
0: like they're my mate. Mm. See, this is know? it, right? And so, I, so I think I,
2: it's a totally normal thing nowadays. Okay, to feel that's like fine. You, know,
0: someone, you yeah. can learn a lot about a person by yeah. following them online. You okay? Like, know their family. Their, you exactly. know where they live. Yeah, you know, your, your interior <laughs> choices.
1: Yeah. So you were on holidays with your mom. I was there. Yeah, we were all there. We were walking on the beach, and you were talking to camera and I hadn't really seen you um, talk to camera in a while and you mentioned that people had been commenting on your voice voice. and how kind of like soothing and relaxing it was Mm -hmm. and then you mentioned ASMR. Mm -hmm. So I was like what's that? I literally had never heard it before It's crazy. Sorry, I tell a lie. I had heard whisperings of it, ironically Ironically. (laughs) Um, So I'd heard something didn't know what it was but it was on the back of your Um, Instagram story which made me go and actually find out more about what ASMR was Mm -hmm. so just in case anybody is um, listening now and doesn't know what ASMR is I'm just going to play a little snippet (laughs) for us all and let's try not to fall asleep (laughs) and also let's hope that this works hello (laughs) welcome to
2: my hair salon I'm going to be taking care of you Is this the first time in my salon? Okay, that's fine. I promise that I will be careful and I will listen to your wishes And only create the style that is going to be flattering
1: Okay, I'm just going to pause that there no, I just don't
0: I don't really like it it's so <laughs> like,
1: uncomfortable it's really
0: uncomfortable I listened to it yesterday in work because I was like okay I'm going to have a listen see how it makes me feel and it's it's just so pornographic okay so I have said that. and it's not meant to be but it, no. it's just creepy like I felt weird listening I, I, to this woman
2: apparently though like there are two types of people so some people will definitely feel something and mm. some people just really won't so we are yeah. I think we're the kind of people that we just don't get it
0: Got those tingles yeah.
2: so
1: it's I mean ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response right and it is defined as an experience characterized by a static like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and the upper spine so this is a physical reaction that you mm. get from soothing sounds whispers like they do stuff like things. where they like they tap
2: do, on they
0: yeah. do like,
1: and apparently yeah. that like and you just get just risk. ASMR the shit out of this podcast, <laughs> and that was and that was amazing. But like they'll move from like different sides of them. Yeah. Like, oh my god, maybe I should be an ASMR <laughs> artist.
0: <laughs> we should do an ASMR episode do where we only episode. whisper.
1: Anoushka that is so good I I'm it. too loud I couldn't do it no, I don't And you keep bashing the table as well That's not Do yeah, I? Yeah you do no. that well. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Paul the same guy is just like Stop it <laughs> Stop everything I did not sign up for this mm-hmm. But I think it's really fascinating Because the triggers for this is Like there's a bunch of different triggers That you can get with ASMR So one of them is Listening to a softly spoken or whispering voice And I would imagine You're very would you describe yourself as softly spoken? Um, yeah, well, I'm I'm just happy that I don't really have
2: to listen to myself, you know, that I don't hear it. But people do tell me I speak really softly.
1: Yeah, but it's just kind of a comforting tone mm. that I think you have to it. Yeah. Um, to quiet, repetitive sounds resulting from someone engaging in a mundane task such as turning the pages of a book. That was a role play one that I played out there. So that was a woman cutting your hair. And this is the other aspect of ASMR that I find really interesting. So that's people who are comforted by a per, like personal attention mm-hmm. so it's like she's welcoming okay. you in like they do it with like optometrist role play doctor mm-hmm. role play yes yeah. <laughs> it's so it's, weird <laughs> um, yeah but but I do think it's almost one of those things that it's nothing sexual. But people, yeah, kind of automatically think that it might be.
2: Well, there's some where like girls are like licking the licking the microphone, the, like, and that I think looks a little bit more sexual. Mm. But there are ones that are just totally. I do have to admit, like, I do love the sound of hair being cut. Okay, I could listen to that all. But bit. do you get a physical tingle from it? No. Well, I haven't listened to it enough. I guess where it's like Ch-ch-ch-ch.
0: on repeat, on repeat. Minutes, like, yeah, pretty good, but, yeah. Um,
2: like there are some noises, you know, that are satisfying to listen to, but I just. I think I'm just one of those people that doesn't quite get it. Yeah.
1: But you I've, know, yeah, there's a phobia as well of people who like really hate the sounds of like people chewing or people yes. crinkling things. Mm-hmm. So obviously they are out to get the ASMR community because <laughs> they're like, what What are you doing? Like, this is my phobia. Please stop making these noises. Mm. But have you watched a full ASMR video, Rebecca?
0: Um, I think I watched about 20 minutes of one yesterday. Did and, That's yeah, a long time. While yeah. in work, like. Yeah. Um, productive. <laughs> yeah. Well um I didn't there were there was no tingling. Okay. Um I definitely felt a little creepy watching it like listening to it in work, even though I know it's not a sexual thing, yeah. but I was like very aware that I was like listening to this woman jingle her earrings while I was sitting there doing my job. Yeah. I've
2: heard though that like some people say that it's some people watch it every day and they think it's like they describe it as therapy.
1: I was a little sleepy after it. Mm. I mean, there's another definition where they call it like low-grade euphoria. So... I mean, if if people get a reaction from something that gives you a euphoric feeling, I would probably want to watch it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, I did try and watch it. Again, I was in work. I didn't watch 20 minutes of it because I was actually working, Rebecca. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it was research? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't watch the full thing, but I wasn't feeling any kind of tingles. And yeah. I wonder if like, if a little bit of skepticism might play into it. Mm. So if you're not open to it... Or I if think that not, is a big part of it. Yeah. Like, there's I mean, actually a
2: really interesting um, sort of mini... Uh, documentary on Netflix at the moment um, they talk about it yes. because after you emailed me about it because obviously I, I knew about it but I never went out of my way to watch these videos yeah. and they, they showed like the role play and they went to like a live one and it was just it just for me it, I looked and I was like it just looks so uncomfortable mm. like someone coming right up to your ear and be like and like the girl was really uncomfortable doing it. Um, but it's, it's worth a watch if you
1: want to sort of see someone. Like That's on, um, it's on Netflix. What's it called, Fiona? It's called Follow This. Follow This, Follow this. Yeah. yeah. So this is a, a thing on Netflix and there's, they're, they're journalists and they're going into different BuzzFeed, I think, news. Oh, cool. And they're going into different mm-hmm. aspects of it. And this one journalist just went and, and wanted to find Life out find experience. out everything about it. But I love finding aspects of things that are happening Online, that I don't know anything about for example because yeah. the YouTube community behind ASMR like they get 12, 13 million It's grown views. massively yeah. and They must it, be making a fortune out yeah. of literally licking a microphone Well yeah. yeah I mean I don't think they all lick but I think
0: <laughs> a, There's a niche there for it though There,
1: there is. is There's this sound of, oh, oh I hate I that, that noise I don't like that, that, I don't like that one <laughs> Yeah. But you're really good at it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, I've I've figured it out. I'm going to be an ASMR artist yeah. on. Is that YouTube. what it's called? Yeah, An artist. An or ASMR. An artiste. I think it's actually ASMR as in like they've taken out oh, bit. Wow, uh, oh, very cool. Play on words. Yeah. Really yeah. Um, I think whatever people are into, though, like, why yeah. not? Yeah. You difference? know what? If
0: it gives you euphoria, it beats taking drugs. Do you know what I mean? Like, if if you're going to get a high off listening to someone like that.
1: Interesting that you should say that because you can't get. I, I researched this. You can't get addicted to ASMR. Really? But yeah, because after a while, your body becomes used to the sounds, and then you don't, so get, you it. Just don't get it. Or himself. so you have That's, to stop. Then you need to get onto your next high. Was well, yeah? Well, see, this it, it yeah. could be ASMR. Could be a gateway drug for like <laughs> heroin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: First it was licking the mic
1: <laughs> Just straight to inject But don't it. do drugs kids No of yeah. course don't okay. Drugs about um, it. We're going to take a really quick break And we will be right back <laughs> Okay so We have yet to discover What ASMR gateway is. Uh. But you know. Well we'll have a little think. Um so we kind of we don't normally cover like big reactive stories on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But something um came out there overnight and I just think it was a huge story, it was starting to get really big traction on Twitter. We covered it on her.ie mm-hmm. and um it's basically there is a magazine cover that is um it's just getting all the headlines which I always find ironic because they are the headlines they are the headlines Mm -hmm. Um, but basically Tess Holiday, who's a plus size model um, from the States is going to be on the cover of Cosmopolitan UK in October and and Basically, it's being lauded as like a really huge step forward for the body positivity community, mm-hmm. but at the same time, other people are just going to town on it and they're really? just having yeah, they're just having a shit fit over it. Do you know Tess Holiday? Do you know what she no, looks can like? You show me? Yeah, yeah, I'll show you the cover. Um she is absolutely stunning. Like she's She's a
0: queen. Oh my and God. people
1: are annoyed that she's going to be on the front cover. Basically,
0: yeah. I actually went through the comments last night because I followed the beauty editor of Cosmo and she shared it and she was like, guys, please share your positive comments because we're getting a lot of negativity. So I was actually looking at it. Yeah. And people were basically like, Cosmo are glorifying obesity.
1: Yeah, It's a beautiful image. It's it's mm-hmm. a really stunning image. Um, but she is bigger than what a plus size model yeah. is considered. But I actually found it interesting enough to, to go and find. That's the cover there, Anishka, there. So Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's like mom. Her yeah. Face is oh my god, she's she's yeah. stunning. But I found it really interesting because I wanted to go and kind of see, okay, well <laughs> what is then you know what's defined as plus, plus size, size if you are a model so yeah. obviously like height wise you have to be 510 or something like that yeah. but then i um was looking and, and they said it differs from each brand and um, but it can be between 8 and 12 so a size 8 okay. to a size 8 si- size 8 can be plus size size 8 to size 12 is usually plus size are you serious? in the world of modeling yeah
0: i am a plus 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 size
1: but then it's such a
0: weird world a size 8 lads but they even
1: said that a size 6 at times is considered plus size well what
0: size are you supposed to be well this is
1: it so I was like okay so if I grew a foot and a half I would be a plus size model like technically by my my parameters
0: that makes me really upset
1: (laughs) so yeah so I mean the comments right so Tess herself shared a preview of this Mm -hmm. cover photo and she said phew I'm literally a Cosmo girl can't believe I'm saying that if I saw a body like mine on this magazine when I was a young girl it would have changed my life and hope this does that for some of y'all y'all I I I just wanted to quote her correctly but yeah I can't get away with that Um, and then uh, lots of other people were supporting her so um, this one girl at Life with Pugs said I teared up looking at this so few of the people I love will understand how huge this is for Tess Holiday, for me and for all the young women who would have had very different teenage years had this been the norm this is huge wow and then yes if I had seen plus one Women like me on magazines growing up uh, wouldn't have taken me 25 plus years to love my body. Thank you so much. But then there's the negatives. So some people saying great confidence, but your BMI is unhealthy, sis. That was uh, Labella Amor on Twitter. Another one, please don't promote obesity. Obesity is a serious condition. So, yeah, it's a tough one. I think
2: that's really unfair because, you know, for the longest time we've been conditioned that like super skinny women... Are the, are the ideal uh, the ideal beauty. And like for someone to be like, Oh well, your BMI is is you know, it's it's just kind of like, well, you know, the the modeling industry, particularly in like Paris or something like that, like they have girls who are starving
1: themselves. Yeah. And I just
2: think it's kind of like so an, it's such a double standard, you know? It's but, like But the thing is is
1: that like Tess would be considered very overweight in comparison to say the plus size models that we would see who are like in Victoria's Secret yeah Yeah, like she's a lot bigger and she says that openly like Mm -hmm. but I think it's interesting because people are comparing it to putting a girl with anorexia nervosa on the front cover of Cosmopolitan as in like this would be somebody who clearly has An an, an eating disorder And, like, who are we to say whether that's a healthier eating disorder than this eating disorder? I'm Mm. I'm not saying that she has an eating disorder, but I'm saying that, like, if there was a girl there and you could see all of her rib cage and everything, you know, there would be uproar. But, you know, it's, it's almost a bit like, are we just embracing this because she's curvier but are we not looking at the fact that actually it is okay to say that that's probably not a healthy way to be mm-hmm. either yeah yeah but but importantly health wise do you know as in yeah. not about the way that you look do you know what i mean because yeah. like this girl has self-esteem coming out yeah. her whoad. do you know and what i, I think mean that,
2: that's what it is where like she obviously isn't like the, she's not the healthiest yeah. neither is someone who's super skinny but i think what it's showing and particularly to young girls who are like you know i would have loved to have seen this it's just her confidence within herself yeah like that's the most yeah. beautiful thing in anyone and that's the only thing you can strive towards is to be comfortable in your body yeah i know that it is i mean like it's unhealthy to be like that you know and It'll be, you know, it can be harder to have like kids and yeah. to like live longer and all this stuff. But I, I, just think that like if you can live your
1: life and be super happy, yeah, that's like that's the that's ideal. That's the
0: the main reason for it all, isn't it? Yeah. Like
1: what about like what, Rebecca? What do you think about the people who are kind of commenting and saying like, oh, if I had seen a girl like that on the cover of a magazine? You know, it wouldn't have taken me However many years to love my body And like, would you be somebody Who would be influenced by imagery like that? Because I don't know Mm. if I ever was Like, I I talk about it a lot And we talk about it on the podcast And the media talks about it a lot But I don't actually know If I ever looked at a picture of Kate Moss And said, oh shit I'm not gonna ever look like that
0: So I would have I'm not um, a thin gal Never was, never will be It's just not in my DNA So growing up, I would have been quite aware that like the standard of beautiful around me was all very thin. I remember the first time I saw Ashley Graham on a magazine and I was like fucking finally someone who's normal okay like she's the average um, size in the US is an 18 a UK 18. Okay. And that's like the average woman. So it's kind of shitty for girls growing up and seeing like sixes and eights. I mean listen Kate Moss is beautiful but like not everyone can look like that, yeah, so while I do think that Tess Holiday is like she's overweight, there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. um I just think it opens up a conversation that like we don't have to slap skinny girls on magazines, yeah, um yeah, I, th- I think it's it's I mean, I I get what the negative comments I get the point. obviously, you don't want your daughter to strive to be obese, yeah, but it just opens up a conversation for girls who currently are obese to be like, it's okay like you
1: you, you're still gorge it's not an I mean I think it's the thing as well is that like whatever size you are doesn't define no. who you are but unfortunately you know you know we can't fight against our culture we are people we have yeah. to wear clothes and stuff and yeah, and exactly. also we are consumers in a mass market where that is how things are sold to us it's it's this kind of i mean you would probably know this a lot mm-hmm. more as a photographer that you know mm-hmm. beautiful images sell and beautiful yeah. things are what people want to look at and yeah. i think that's mm-hmm. not even like back slightly to the ASMR thing you know beautiful voices are what you want to hear and it yeah. relaxes some people and yeah. gives people tingles in their scalp not us but it gives <laughs> certain people tingles in their scalp so yeah. there's this kind of innate urge in all of us to to be comforted and to look at pretty things and yeah. that's why we take pictures of sunsets. But also
2: to be like validated
1: yeah. as well. Oh that's it um, Yeah,
2: like I really you know from working in the job that I've had for the last eight years I definitely like struggled a lot with you know it really gets to you you know like when when how you look is
0: the be-all and end-all be all and, mm. end
2: all. and um, I was I was um, always naturally quite slim uh, but I was much skinnier a couple of years ago like I've I've put on weight lately and like I go to the gym a lot so you know I'm, I'm stronger than I ever was but I look at photos and I had like you could see my
0: collarbones you could see stuff. my collar
2: you could see my my bones in my chest mm-hmm. and I looked at one of those photos the other day and even though I was like god I looked really unhealthy there was still a part of me that was like oh but that was now you know what I mean and like I that's, know, that's yeah. because I'm like conditioned, conditioned like and when I say me I mean like most girls oh yeah absolutely. It's, it's really um I think it's really damaging you know for mental health when people are like that and, and I you know it's been since the dawn of time since the dawn of marketing um mm. But I think the only thing you can really do is to, like, try your hardest and do everything you can to be comfortable in yourself, that you're not looking at an image of someone else and saying, like, I need to look like that. Mm, Or, you know, it's like it's it really starts from within. Yeah. I'm pretty happy in my body now. um, But I am I have put on like a good bit of weight since I was, you know, 24 or whatever. Yeah. And like for me. You know. Like like I, I hate that I hate my arms even yeah. though they do everything that they need to do and stuff and like, I, like I'm like i strong but I, I hate that I look at photos and go oh my god I wish my arms were smaller Yeah, like I hate that I wish that like and that's something I need to work on of being like I need to be okay with my body because so other people will be like I'd love to have you yeah. know that this that and the other and but I just think it's a, it's a horrible thing I think particularly that women have that we will never be
0: fully satisfied in ourselves. And I, don't th- I, don't think yeah. I don't think I've ever met someone that's like oh, I am um, a, a 10, yeah. ten like, <laughs> I love I everything about myself I, and wow. you know what if someone did say that we'd be like you obnoxious bitch exactly yeah no, you know we wouldn't you love yourself like
1: I think yeah. there's a little bit of like Irish cultural mm, oh yeah true. that's a yeah, very fair. Irish like <laughs> we're very self-deprecating but it's funny because I was looking at some of the comments on Tess Holiday's picture and some of them were talking about self-esteem and, and things like that and it made me kind of look at self-esteem and everything and this is going to throw a bit of a spanner in the works because Mm -hmm. I'm basically going to go against everything that we've just said but I think we are like grand do you know what I mean (laughs) like we are the generation of narcissists we are the generation of selfie taking we are the generation Mm -hmm. that have been brought up that we are the most special and the most important thing and that's Mm -hmm. fine we've been brought up like that by our parents Mm -hmm. but then you know we do think that we should be treated differently because we're so special and because we do that We're very entitled We're very entitled but it's so funny because like there was a self-esteem movement right this is so I can't believe I didn't know this there was a self-esteem movement in the 80s right in the Mm -hmm. States and it was actually by this is no joke it was by a lawmaker who basically thought okay well the social problems of our society will be fixed if we all think we're amazing so the uh, legida- really? legislator allowed this politician I can't remember his name John something to like <laughs> good old John good, old, good old, John. old John oh no I have it written down oh, John taking the truth. Vasconcellos Ooh. oh stop it <laughs> um, so basically he's a politician in California in the 80s so he was given a self esteem task force okay. like in politics government money yeah you know, <laughs> um to basically tar- try and research the concept and see like whether if you increase self-esteem in people whether or not um you know social problems will diminish and stuff and the 80s 90s 2000s like i'm not saying it's all because of this one self-esteem task force actually they then came out and lied and said that they had scientific backing that it did work and it was inaccurate um <laughs> classic. so the idea classic was classic job yeah classic job yeah <laughs> the idea was false but essentially it kind of you know, put the seed in in mm. people's minds that, you know, we we are fantastic and we are amazing and like, why not? But on the flip side I think you're right as well, Anushka. I think that women are always constantly striving for that yeah. perfect selfie. So, Which doesn't exist. So yeah. we are like a generation of confused selfie yeah. monsters, mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. Confused selfie monsters. Also, you know, it's in the last few years it's like more people have died
2: trying to take uh, you know particular yeah. selfies then I don't know like I don't know shark accidents or something yeah, like that people like, have
0: like fallen off buildings yeah. trying to get that trying sweet to get sweet a, skyline trying
2: to be in, like doing it for the gram but not you know
0: can you imagine that was your like epitaph died taking a selfie grim Sorry. people 50 years ago it's died like in yeah. Vietnam and <laughs> here World War II and we're dying <laughs> taking fucking photos of ourselves Jeez.
1: I know it's ridiculous I know it's
0: so one way it, to go but it is But it's, I think we're, yeah. we're
2: Definitely a generation as well Where we need constant validation Yeah Constant oh. Fully But that's because we've been told We're so media. amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah So we
1: need to be told Again and yeah. again and yeah. again That we are amazing the yeah. whole concept We're like the neediest of, of, Yeah the I whole
0: concept the Of getting likes on photos You upload is literally like Okay that person thinks I look good in that photo Yeah The more likes you get The more people think You look nice Yeah and do remember it's, very, it's like
2: endorphins though. Yeah Like each one ASMR yeah. Social
0: media Yeah absolutely
2: Just each one you're like
0: Oh yeah And then when someone Really rogue, who doesn't usually like your photos? Yeah, like, yeah. So you're like, oh yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And then oh. you start stalking their page. Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you yeah. about?
0: <laughs> you're back in 2014, <laughs> and you're like, oh look, okay. you had a nice college graduation.
1: <laughs> if somebody likes your photo, that like was a guy that you used to kiss about seven years ago, yeah. and you're just like, it's the ultimate validation. Oh, it is. Like yeah. it really is. That could have ended beautifully. There was yeah. no, no bad will. He's gone about his life, but he likes a <laughs> he picture of likes yours. My and all of a sudden, you're just like. Mm, uh-uh. Mm, uh-uh. Mm-mm. like strutting <laughs> your oh, stuff walking walking around like a untouchable but it is and I don't know if there is scientific research because like I need the facts to tell probably me probably not yet I'd say they're like working on studies what? But
0: it'll be like Our grandchildren That end up studying this and to, to find
1: out why We need that Level of validation For likes Because do you remember Bebo It would yeah. just be about yeah. Trying to get into The top ten friends Yeah It was like Can I be in your top ten friends please And they'd yeah. be like Yeah of course If you give me a heart And then, and then they'd like, like Move okay. you Yeah And it was, yeah. so, and it was so so destroyed. Like, oh my god It was From like, five to six And it's like oh, Oh, it was oh. scandalous! It was like I'm not yeah. sitting next to you in class. Why? Because you moved me out of your top ten. <laughs> like it was
0: cutthroat. It was. It was, cutthroat. It was very, very cutthroat. Yeah.
1: But that was the beginnings, I think, of yeah. this kind of liking culture. And you
0: had your other half. Do you remember that?
1: Oh God, yeah. And like yeah. also, you know, be Do you not remember that? You had
0: an other half. To be honest, be-
1: I was a little bit late coming to Bebo. I didn't understand it, and I put a picture of Rachel Bilson as my profile yeah. picture because I thought it was just like, who do you want to look like? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, social media is amazing. I'm gonna. <laughs> I am now Rachel Wilson. <laughs> no one will know no, the difference. I was like, I'm just going to put up a random celebrity that I fancy. Yeah. And then hopefully other people will fancy me because of that. Is that oh. not what social media is? Yes, <laughs> pretty much. It is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Failed it. Um, but we've, we've moved slightly away from Tess Holiday. She's a babe. <laughs> she is a babe. Fair play to her. Like. Babe-alicious. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fair play Haters to her. Haters are
0: going to hate.
1: Haters oh. are going to hate. But I mean, I would say that Cosmopolitan UK, the editor knew Oh, yeah. That this was going to, but it also, cause the conversation.
2: But it, the the good thing about stuff like that is, like, not even causing the conversation, but you know, everyone's talking about it. Yeah, it's a really good PR. Yeah. You know? Here like, we
1: are.
0: Talk,
2: here we are talking about it. They didn't pay us. But I've been following, like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: I didn't see a dime. Test. <laughs> I, I've been I've been following her for years. Like yeah, I've same. I've always liked her, and the thing is, like, I loved her makeup tutorials before I even knew what size she was. You know, yeah. because it was just her face, and her face is literally like carved out of heaven it's so like she's stunning she's clearly a model and Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that like if i went up to test and i was like oh do you know that by uk and ireland standards i'm a plus size model i'm pretty sure she'd punch me in the face yeah Yeah, exactly so i mean i suppose it's all relative but i think that if if she's healthy that's the most important thing she definitely and happy and she definitely deserves to be on that cover because she Mm. looks incredible flawless yeah and I mean Mm. I think that all the comments that we're talking about the young kids like if it does how can that be bad if it makes if it makes young kids feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. that can't be bad Mm -hmm. but I think we all need to maybe be a little bit careful about the whole self esteem thing because I think we all have a lot of it yeah
0: yeah that's true
1: in some aspects yes not Mm -hmm. lacking it not lacking it <laughs> I'm going to try and like pull back on the selfie taking <laughs> um, that is unfortunately all the time that we have for today I feel like we should do an ASMR goodbye I think
0: she's back. so good
1: okay let's start with I you know, Anushka, it. and we'll move around
0: thank you guys for listening and I hope
1: you enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> Vega, are you just gonna lick
0: the mic? I'm here to make money and get 10 million followers. So I'm gonna lick that microphone. <laughs> <That's a> Fantastic. <fun laughs>
1: that's
0: probably kind of unhygienic.
1: It's Paul, well, can, I, she can lick- I lick the mic? <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard no. That is a, a firm a look. Look. no. Okay, so that is all the time. Thank you. <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> I, I really hope. Don't do heroin. Um, drugs. Don't do heroin. <laughs> do ASMR. Do ASMR. I really hope that people aren't unsubscribing oh, yeah. Goodbye. as I do this. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much. I'm just gonna keep it. Thank you so much to Anushka, Peretta, Brandon, and Rebecca O'Keefe. <laughs> Paul was on sound and Fiona was helping us out, and we're gonna go now, okay? I'm Dave We'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>